welcome to the Unstuck Your Life podcast. I'm your host and life coach, Pamela Hughes. Every week, we're going to start to wiggle loose in area of your life that has got you stuck. Today, we're going to have a conversation. You and me, have a conversation because conversations are important. And every day, we have two types of conversations. One is the conversations we have with other people right? The exchange of words with another person, the conversations that help us connect, understand, and relate to one another. But today we're going to talk about the other conversation that we have every single day. And that's the conversation we have with ourselves, the self-talk. And if you're going, wait, what is she talking about? What (laughs) self-talk? That's what I'm talking about. That little voice, that little voice is so powerful. You've heard me say time and time again, the most important relationship you're ever going to have is the relationship that you have with yourself. But how do you talk to yourself? Like in that relationship, how do you talk to yourself? It's critical. We know that communication is key in any relationship, and it's no different than with the relationship you have with yourself. So how you talk to yourself, the conversation you have with yourself is super important. You know that if you want to have a healthy body, you have to eat healthy foods. There's really no two ways about it. You've heard the saying, you are what you eat. So true. Whatever you put into your body is what your body is going to be made up of. The same is true for how you think of yourself. How you think of yourself is going to create your relationship with yourself. And so often we just state our thoughts about ourselves like they're facts right? I'm a procrastinator. I'm an overachiever. I'm an overthinker. All of these labels, like we're telling you about the weather. It's 75 and sunny today. Like these are facts. Well, 75 and sunny is is a fact. You can prove that. I can't prove that you're an overthinker or a procrastinator or an overachiever because how you define that and how someone else defines that is probably different, which means it's not a fact because not everybody agrees. This is important because the way you talk about yourself to yourself is going to determine your experience of life. If you believe you are a procrastinator, an overachiever, an overthinker, that's how you're going to show up. That is going to be the experience of your life because you are going to live in accordance to those beliefs, to that conversation which really is an opinion in an interpretation. Again, not facts. It's personal. It's happening within you. It's happening in your head. All of these thoughts, all of these opinions, they make up your self-talk. And all those thoughts and those opinions, those interpretations are what make up your experience of life. You get to make it whatever you want. You genuinely do. But understand whatever you make it, you're going to have to live with. Do you really want to live with the idea that you're a procrastinator or an overachiever or an overthinker, because the way you talk to yourself about yourself is going to create the life that you live. Your life doesn't suck. The self-talk you have about your life is what sucks. And the challenging part of all of this is that so many of you don't pay attention to it. I say that with so much love. I genuinely do, because I want you to understand just how much power you have over your own life and your experience of it. We have some 60,000 thoughts on any given day. Like that's a lot, right? But most of us aren't even paying attention to 60 of those thoughts. And so your brain offers you a garbage thought and you don't challenge it. You don't take a look at it. 
You just believe it because your brain gave it to you. So you believe a garbage thought. You know how you're going to end up feeling like garbage? This negative self-talk just runs in the background where it goes unnoticed and unchecked. But I want to tell you right now, like I'm not that coach that's going to tell you just to slap a happy thought on top of a negative one. It doesn't work. You've probably tried it. I've tried it. Oh my gosh, if I tried it. I've had those little calendars that uh, are individual pages that you rip off every single day with like a positive quote or a mantra for the day. And yeah, this is going to make me feel good. And maybe it does. Maybe it does for like 30 seconds or a minute, but it's fleeting. It doesn't last. You know why? I don't believe it. I do not believe a lot of those things. So if you don't believe it, it's not going to work. That's why mantras don't work. If you don't believe it, it's not going to resonate with you. You're just slapping a happy thought on top of a negative one. It's instant gratification. It's not a long-term solution. And that gratification is fleeting as well. Like if you have that deep-seated belief that I'm not good enough or I'm not enough, slapping the I'm amazing on top of that negative belief isn't going to change anything. Why? You don't believe it. You believe I'm not enough. Just telling yourself I'm enough, I'm amazing, isn't going to work because you don't believe it. Deep down in that programming system of yours is the belief you're not good enough. That's what's true for you. So in the podcast today, I want to dive into that programming, that programming that is running in the background of your mind and see what bugs are in there. We all have them because when you can identify the bugs, then you at least can do something about them if you want to. And I say if you want to, because you don't, you don't have to change a thing. You honestly don't have to. But if you don't, then nothing will change. Like once you understand what's going on and why you do certain things because of the programming and the thoughts and the interpretation of your life that you believe, you actually give yourself a chance of doing something about it and moving forward in life in a way that is sustainable, in a way that will actually change things instead of just slapping some positive thought on top of a negative one. If you are willing because that really is what this comes down to. If you are willing to interrupt the thoughts that you've practiced over and over and over again, then you can start to shift them. If you're willing to challenge the thought, I'm not enough, or I'm a loser, or I'm unlovable, or I'm insignificant, all of these conclusions that you may have drawn about yourself some time ago, if you're willing to look at them and challenge and explore them, then you can move through them. But if you're not willing to challenge them, then you're not going to do anything about them. And so that same conversation is going to be running and running and running in the background of your mind. Like if you're willing to look at it, to challenge it and, and interrupt it, interrupt some of those thoughts, then you actually have the chance of having some sort of breakthrough of actually changing your experience of life. Because like the relationship you have with yourself is based upon the thoughts you have. In fact, any relationship, really any relationship you have is based upon your thoughts about someone. Like that's really it. If you have high quality thoughts about someone, you have a high quality relationship with them. If you have low quality thoughts about someone, you have a low quality relationship with them. True. I challenge you right now to think of someone, whether it's someone you love or someone you're not so fond of, and look at the way you think about them. How you think about them is going to determine the kind of relationship you have with them. It's true. 
Our relationships are just merely made up of our thoughts about someone. And the same is true with your relationship with yourself. If you have higher quality thoughts about yourself, then you have a higher quality relationship with yourself. If you have lower quality thoughts about yourself, guess what? You've got a lower quality relationship with yourself. So if you're having the same negative conversation with yourself day after day after day, you have to be honest about that because you can't have a different life without being honest. So what is it? What do you think about you? When things don't go your way, when you fail, when you've made a mistake, when you're challenged and you don't know what to do, what goes through your mind? What are those thoughts that keep showing up? I always do things wrong. I have to do it myself. I'm alone. I'm unimportant. And I know that this is like, ooh, Pamela, wow, this is heavy and this is negative stuff. Yeah, this is the stuff we got to clean up, folks. This is the stuff we've got to clean up. Like all the happy, good stuff. Well, that's not the problem. Why would you want to change that? That stuff's all working for you. We don't need to explore any of that right now. Let that be. This is the stuff you got to clean up that's been like accumulating in your brain. And just like you clean up your desk and your office and your car in your kitchen, you got to clean up what's going on in your brain. But the only way you can do that is by turning the light on and taking a look around, being willing to see the thoughts that are swimming in your brain that are keeping you stuck right where you are. You got to be honest with yourself. And the other thing like I kind of want to free you of as well is you don't need to figure out the why. You don't have to figure out the why you think this way, why you talk to yourself this way. The fact of the matter is you do, all right? The why isn't really important. In some instances, why is important, but in this one, it isn't. What's important is that it happens and it can get you all spun up when you think about like, okay, why, why, why do I do this? Why do I do this? And you could be so exhausted trying to figure out the why do you, I think I'm not enough. Why do I think I'm insignificant? Why do I feel like I'm unlovable or I'm alone or I can't do it or it's too hard? Why do I think all of those things? Your attention is best served and okay, I think those things. Now what? Now what? What do I want to do about it? That's what matters. If you keep digging into the why, why do I think this way? That's more of a therapy approach and I'm not knocking it. There's so much value in therapy and I've been to therapy myself, but therapy tends to dive into your past and why you do certain things. And it's super important if you've had trauma, no doubt, super important if you've had trauma to figure that out. But in coaching, it's not so much about diving into your past. It's about how are you handling life right now and what do we need to do moving forward to get you where you want to go. So where therapy is very past focused, coaching is very future focused. So your purpose of why you want something or why you're setting a goal, that can be super powerful. And I would encourage you to like know your why, but why you think a particular way you can why yourself to death. Why, 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 why? And never really get anywhere. What I'm offering you is to take the energy that you could use in examining why you think a particular way and just acknowledge, yeah, I think this way. Now what? What do I want to do with that moving forward? How can I change that if I so choose? Because that's where your life will transform. When you focus your time and energy on what you can control and not what you can't. You can't change the past. What you can have influence over is what happens in the future. So face forward and see what's going in that direction. Because if you keep having those same conversations with yourself, I'm a loser, I'm unlovable, I'm not enough. Those are pretty common, honestly. They're pretty common. But just because they're common and 
doesn't mean they're good. Because where does that end up? Like, what kind of life do you think you're going to have if that's the operating system you run on? Like, where does that end? What does that look like moving forward? That's what I want you to dive into. That's what I want you to see you have power over. That's what you can change and shift and transform if you're willing to look at it. Again, if you're willing to be honest about it, you have to be willing to realize that there's a problem before you can do anything about it. Negative self-talk, that chatter that goes on in your brain that you're having with yourself will keep you stuck, will keep you in the patterns and the behaviors that have you right where you are right now. And they're pretty predictable. Like, you know how this will end because you're living it right now. This is what that will look like. It's not going to change. It's pretty predictable. You keep having the same conversation. You're going to keep living the same life that you have right now. Again, same patterns, same behaviors. If you want something different, you have to be willing to do something different. Your circumstances in life aren't going to change. The facts are the facts. But when you realize that you can't change the circumstances or the facts, you are then challenged to change yourself. Because that's what you have power and agency over. That's what you have control over. Not the circumstances. You. And that's a tough reality. Like you're both the problem and the solution. It begins and it ends with you. And it's great news. Like that is great news because then it means you can do something about it. It is not up to anyone else in your life. It's up to you. And while that's great news, I do want to tell you, hmm, it is not easy. That doesn't mean it's easy. It doesn't mean it's comfortable. In fact, growth is uncomfortable. In fact, I just did my last podcast last week on that, like the upside of discomfort. If you haven't checked it out, go check it out because there is value in being uncomfortable because that is where you grow. And that is why I'm challenging you right now to be honest with yourself. What do you think of you? What are your thoughts about you? Are they high quality thoughts? Are they low quality thoughts? And that's not from a place of judgment. It's from a place of curiosity. Get curious about what you think of you. And if you don't have an opinion of you, then I'm going to offer you that it's a pretty neglectful relationship. Good to know. Now what? We don't have to examine the why is it a neglectful relationship, why you think the way you think. Just get clear on what it is. Be honest with what it is and then move forward in what you want to do with it. This is how it goes. The struggle is what makes you stronger. The idea that life should be easy or comfortable is what can keep you stuck. Like real transformation and growth is painful. It hurts like a lot sometimes. But it's a good discomfort and a good pain in the sense that you are growing. Again, you think about kids growing, their bodies physically growing. What happens? There are growing pains. That's a good thing. The fact that they're growing is good. Pain is part of the process. So if there's pain in staying right where you are or pain in growing and trying something new, which pain would you prefer? It's like a clean pain or a dirty pain. The clean pain comes from growth and transformation and evolution. It's painful, but it's a clean pain because it's moving you closer to where you want to go in that next version of yourself. The dirty pain is what is keeping you stuck right where you are. It is the self-judgment and the self-doubt and the second guessing and the running of the programming that goes in your brain with all that negative self-talk. That's painful too, but that's a dirty kind of pain because it doesn't move you forward in any way. So how do you become aware of what you think? Well, give yourself some time and space to 
examine it. Like sit down with, what do you think about you? Journal, what do I think about myself? Most of us never really think about our relationships with ourselves. Like how do I feel about me? Get curious and be honest because your self-esteem is basically your opinion about you. And some people will have thoughts, but they're not gonna be conscious. Like you haven't decided what you wanna think about yourself. Like you don't even recognize that these are the thoughts that you have. You feel like you're just making observations, but they're thoughts. What you're doing is you're revealing your relationship with yourself, revealing your opinion about yourself. So once you get clear on what it is you think about yourself, what is your opinion of yourself? Guess what the next step is? Having the conversation with yourself. Yeah, either mentally or through journal or with a coach, whatever it is that works best for you. Ask yourself, what do you want to believe about you? Mm-hmm. You get to believe whatever you want to believe about yourself. Like you get to decide. You get to decide what that looks like. What do you want to believe? Once you're aware of the like, I'm not enough, I'm incapable, I'm unlovable, I'm not important, like that kind of negative programming that kind of runs through the brain so often. Okay, that's there. Now I know it's there. What do I want to believe? I want to believe that I'm capable. I want to believe that I take care of myself. I want to believe that I'm doing the best that I can. I want to believe that I'm growing. Too many people live for so long hating themselves. You don't have to do that. You get to love yourself. And if people want to be upset because you're loving yourself, that's okay. Let them. You want to be upset that I'm loving myself? That's okay. I'm in. I'm all about loving me. So if you're feeling unhappy, unsatisfied, mad at yourself, a lot of the time, figuring out what thoughts you have about yourself is a great place to start. What are your current thoughts about you? Spend some time there. And then when you're ready, what do you want your thoughts to be? Play with it. See what you come up with because that is available to you. The gap between where you are now, what your current thoughts are about you, and what you want them to be, that's the work. That's the work. How do you start building that belief within yourself? You're not going to go from one to the other overnight. Again, slapping a positive thought on top of a negative one is not how this works. How do you build that belief? What is it about yourself that you do believe right now that feels a little bit better than your current thought? That's where you start. That's how you start to build this belief. And if you need help with that, I'm here. I am here. Hit me up on social, on any of my social channels, whether it be Instagram or Facebook, Pamela Hughes Coaching. I'm also on TikTok, which is the Pamela Hughes. Pamela Hughes was taking, so I had to slap a the in front of it in order to get the handle. But let me know how I can support you, how I can help you in this. This is such powerful work. The relationship you have with yourself is the most important relationship you're ever going to have. And the conversations with yourself are what create that relationship. So the higher the quality thoughts, the higher the quality of the relationship. The lower the quality thoughts, the lower the quality of the relationship. Where are you now? Be honest with where you are right now. Be willing to look at where you are right now because that's the first step in getting where you want to go. So what is it that you think about yourself? What is your opinion of yourself? Journal, jot it down, write, go for a walk, explore what that is. 
And then what do you want to believe? What do you want your thoughts to be? Get curious about that, journal about that, write that down. And the gap between where you are and where you want to go, that's the work. And if I can support you in that in any way, please let me know. All right, my friend, we're here to upgrade the level and the quality of the conversation you have with yourself. Hopefully you got a little bit of movement in that today. And that's all I've got for you today. So I'll see you next week. Hey there, friend. If you're still feeling a little stuck, want some help wiggling loose, I got you. I created a fabulous free guide, Four Ways to Feel Better. That's going to give you four simple strategies to help you feel better right now, and you can get it. Head on over to fourwaystofeelbetter.com. That's the number four, waystofeelbetter.com. These four simple strategies will help calm a racing mind, bring a smile to your face, and breathe a little easier. And it's yours. Just head on over to fourwaystofeelbetter.com. Check it out.